3: Don't turn this into a broader debate about the NBA and, all oh, guys are soft now. They don't play as many minutes. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Dante DiVincenzo. That's who we're talking about. We're not talking about LeBron. We're not talking about KD. We're not talking about Luka. We're not talking about Jokic. We're talking about a role player who in his career has averaged 24 minutes a game. So if you want to have the broader discussion and yell at the sky about the NBA and how you don't like it, go on social media and go talk to other 65-year-olds who agree with you. But don't come here because we're having a very different discussion. And I welcome those who disagree. But we're not talking about stars being babies, We're talking about a role player who's played his ass off and Tom Thibodeau's treating him like a drug that he can't put down. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. So let's understand the discussion before we try to change the narrative. You're right. You're right over there. I
2: am.
0: And I just want to see the Knicks build a winning culture. I want them to grind out there every single night and put up W's. It's not the Nuggets. They're not a team that's won a lot of championships. But don't you
2: realize that that's not a formula to win a championship? That's all I'm
0: asking See, I, but I disagree. I really do because I've seen teams like the Pistons, I've seen
2: teams that I mean, went on that, defense. That was a general that was a, like an an error ago.
0: But they don't have like three superstars. They have a lot of really good players and one star. So they have to do things differently. Otherwise they're not going to win. That's my point, and that's what I want to see this team build, and I don't want to rest, guys. And look how great Dante's been. Now I'm going to take the friggin' air out of his uh, sales. It's not taking the air out yes, of him. Yes, it is. It's putting him on the bench instead of on the floor Lugie. dropping 30. Loogie
3: played 31 minutes instead of 41 minutes. Like, what are we talking about mm. here? I've never brought up rest days. Now, Tiki's may have alluded to that. Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing that up. I'm bringing up don't abuse him. Dude, the guy got abused last night. And what I love is that no one's talking about it because you're too busy yelling about bad officials thinking there's a conspiracy against you. We get it. The officials sucked last night. I'm with you. But let's not miss the bigger point, which is your best play, well, one of your best players over the last few weeks, who's playing an obscene amount of minutes, got hurt. And he got hurt when his minute number was up to 41 minutes and there was still five minutes to go in the game. Like literally, yeah. T- this guy was going to play forty-seven minutes last
2: night. No, he's probably going to play more than that because it was going to go to overtime. Yeah. If if we don't get a bad foul, forget the bad foul. This is this is a bigger picture. I think I'm talking bigger picture. You're talking myopically, Tommy. That's that's the difference. No, here's the. Di- you're right, and here's the difference.
3: You've lied to us for the last few weeks, Tom, Tom, Tommy, Tommy. Lugie, Loogie. You know why you lied to us? Tell me. You lied to us when you said this is a championship contender. You lied to us when you said we're back. When you're back and you're a championship contender... You look at things the way Tiki looks at things, which is big picture. You don't treat a game in February against the Houston Rockets as if it's Game 7 of the Finals. You lie to us. They aren't not back, and they're you. not a title not contender. You, you don't view them no, that way. No, treat I certainly them do. that way. I do view they them that way. treat them that way. No, because
0: I see what the Knicks are and what makes them special and what makes them different, and that's going out there and fighting every single minute of every single game and not taking minutes off and taking nights off. That's what makes this team fun. That's what makes this team special, and that's what we love. Love as Nick fans about this team, and I'm not going to sacrifice that because a guy gets hurt here and there. I'm not going to do that.
3: Sacrificing it is making sure you don't abuse a guy's minutes. That's all we're saying. Let's go to Anthony in Staten Island. Hey, Anthony. What's up, Anthony?
0: I've been talking about this for three years. Even have been talking to Tiki and BK, yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, is. BT. <laughs> and I've been saying this for three years. This guy's got to go. He needs to be an assistant to a great coach. He is a great defensive guy but he has got, look at the, I'm a Knicks fan since 1972. I, the, I'm i laughing all week with this. We got a championship. Where, did, where does that come? This team's not a championship team. I love them. I love the way they play. This guy leaves these players in. They're up by 17 when Randall got hurt. Mm. Brunson, he destroyed Derrick Rose's career. Three years ago, what's his name that they trade to Toronto? They're up. Down by 18 in Utah three years ago. Yeah. He keeps him in the game. He busts his ankle. The, the only this thing guy needs to go. Ant, 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 ant,
3: no, he's, he's not
2: going anywhere. Well, that's the part where we got to right. stop short. So I don't, I, look, a year ago, maybe two years ago, I would have said that. And I turned on it, meaning I I was wrong. Mm. He's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. It's just managing this side of it that he's not aware enough about. And it's going to come back to haunt him. It's already haunting him going into the All Star break. Now they come out of the All Star break, maybe they are, they get somewhat healthy and it feels different. But I don't know when I heart's going to be back. It's an Achilles injury, yeah, right. It, it, you don't, you definitely don't want to rush that, as Jet fans know. You, we don't even know when they're going to update with Julius Randle. We have no idea. We have two weeks, and we're going to reevaluate. It wasn't he's going to be back in two weeks. Two weeks, we're going to re. We have no idea. I, I do want to give a
3: comparison to our last caller that maybe we will bring everything together over the last 48 hours to understand criticism of Tom Thibodeau and understand the extreme of firing Tom Thibodeau. Yesterday on this show, I was very critical of Kyle Shanahan. I stand by everything I said. I think I'm right. Mm-hmm. And I think even you, Tiki, said, yeah, there are a few things you were right about with Kyle Shanahan. Right. And early on, when we were arguing about this, you said, you're trying to say he's not a good head coach. Would you want him to coach the Jets? Of course I would. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him to coach the Jets. I'm not asking him for to be fired. I'm criticizing him for decisions he made and how
2: unprepared his team was in the Super Bowl. There's things he should be doing better for a guy who's been coaching for as long as he has. He should know.
3: Correct. And the same applies to Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau needs to do certain things better. And Tom Thibodeau and Kyle Shanahan actually have more in common than maybe you realize. (laughs) No one can dispute what Tom Thibodeau has accomplished in the regular season whether it was in Chicago, whether it was the one successful year in Minnesota, or whether it's what he's doing here. Same with Kyle. Like, who the hell would dispute what Kyle Shanahan has accomplished as a head coach with the San Francisco 49ers? I'm not saying that. But in crunch time, Kyle Shanahan has now written a script of coming up small. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau has a script of coming up small in the postseason. He also has a script now of grinding down players.